you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 10 Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome, my friends. I love you. Thank you for coming back to 10 Takes. We give 10 takes in 10 minutes. If I run out of time in take number seven, take number three, Take number one, if I just straight up filibuster the thing, the bomb goes off, it's over, I'm destroyed, we don't get to do any makeup, we don't go back and do it again, it's over, we deliver it to you. I try to get 10 takes in 10 minutes. You want to get cooking? So do I. Take number one, the best win of the weekend was the San Francisco 49ers who completely shellacked the Jacksonville Jaguars. It was a huge loss for me too. Because on Friday, I sat there looking. I'm like, San Francisco's minus three and a half at Jacksonville. Why are the Niners favored on the road? The Niners have not won a game in a month. Jacksonville hasn't lost a game in six weeks. That's crazy. They shouldn't be favored. What's crazy is they were only favored by three and a half. It was a huge miss by Las Vegas, but only because they didn't give the Niners enough credit. I spent my entire Sunday afternoon after the Niners and Jags had unfolded looking at constant, constant needling from people on social media. Everything from, you got to explain this, fam. Where are you at, fam? The very original and always really clever, this aged well, to find out what he's smoking. I got hammered for doubting the Niners. I probably should have realized that Debo was back, Trent Williams is back, and also, I don't think it was much negative in the Niners. I was trying to be a little more pro-Jacksonville. Jacksonville was not ready for that game. They were not ready for primetime, whatever you want to call it. That was a back-to-the-shallow-one game for Jacksonville. If you're going to give Miami crap for not playing well against the good teams, and I have, I got to give it to Jacksonville. The defense is not very good. At some point, we have to have an evaluation of Trevor Lawrence in big games. That was the biggest one of the weekend and the worst take of Friday for me. Take number two. When Watson is good, the Browns are terrifying. Terrifying. Deshaun Watson played his best as a Brown. He had his biggest plays, biggest moments, biggest games as a Brown. And when the quarterback works and when Watson realizes his ability and when he gets out there and is like, I'm going to do my cosplay of Deshaun Watson from the Texans, like early Texans years. And he does that on the Browns with that defense. It's like, oh, all of a sudden Shaq can make free throws. Now what are you going to do? I don't care how many times you follow him, Ostertag. He's going to knock down the shots. I don't care how many times you think you can get around the bronze defense. Watson is going to make you pay because Watson's good now. It's like Happy Gilmore learning how to putt. It's dangerous. If Watson gets to that level that he was at with Houston, Cleveland can be the best team in all the NFL. That was an amazing, amazing win in Baltimore by Watson, by the Browns. If he's good, the Browns are terrifying. Take number three, biggest loser of the weekend. It was not Jacksonville. It was not the Jets. It wasn't even the Giants. It was the S2 cognition test and the Mensas that put that thing together. Because if you remember, C.J. Stroud coming out of Ohio State apparently didn't do well on that test, and it was held against him, and he was called everything from not ready for prime time, not ready for the league, to straight up probably dumb and can't process. How terrible does that thing look? I love those ladies and gentlemen, whoever made that up. I'm sure they're very intelligent people. This was not a good weekend for their test. You know, the S2 cognition test is... We, uh, it's a cutting-edge examination 
to evaluate an athlete's ability to process on the field. And Stroud's like, well, why don't you process this? Why don't you process that I just beat Joe Burrow, who's on a win streak, in his house, in the last minute. That thing looks terrible this weekend. And next draft season, when the S2 cognition test comes up, everyone's going to point to Stroud and be like, who cares? He failed and he looks amazing. S2, tough beat this weekend. Maybe you start working on the S3 or maybe even the S4 or just go back to the S1. I don't remember the S1, but it might be better than the S2 because that thing had a huge L this weekend. Compliments of CJ Stroud. What a really fun Texas team. Take number four. The Raiders are the best interim coach team of this era. They're really bad when they have their regular coach, but when they have an interim coach, they're great. Antonio Pierce, Rich Passaccia, I think he walks so Pierce could run. It's an amazing thing that they're doing because often, and like most of the time, teams win with the interim head coach. Because finally, Wicked Witch is dead. They get out of that horrible divorce, whoever the first coach was that they fired or excommunicated. And now the players are so happy. It's fun. We got our favorite position coach. And he lets us put our feet on the table and he gives us time off and he's cool and loose and fun. So the team wins. That second week after that interim coach week, they almost always lose. Not the Raiders. They beat the Jets. They're in the rebound relationship after the marriage with like the young girlfriend they picked up or boyfriend or whatever it is. And they went off to Cabo for just a romp. But normally when you come back from the Cabo after the romp, it's like, oh, this is real life. I don't like this person anymore. No, they're staying in Cabo for another week. They're getting the timeshare in Cabo. The Raiders are great with interim coaches. They somehow beat the Jets. They got this rookie, Aiden O'Connor. Who cares? They won. Raiders, if only you could have your permanent head coaches be as good as your interim, we might have something there. Until then, best interim team. Number five, I mentioned the Jets. Enough. No moss. Tap out. Stop. I don't want to see Zach Wilson anymore. I don't want to see it. I'm done. I don't want to watch it. The Jets as an organization are so supportive and fiercely protective of Zach Wilson I think the Jets rally around Zach Wilson more than the Patriots rallied around Brady during the Super Bowl years. I think the Chiefs are more likely to bench Patrick Mahomes than the Jets are finally to say, all right, you win. No more Zach Wilson. And you say, well, who are they supposed to go to? I don't care. Tim Boyle? Fine. I just want to see somebody else. Trevor Simeon? Fine. I just want to see somebody else. There was this rumor that before the Rams signed Carson Wentz, not a rumor, a report. The Jets were going to sign Carson Wentz. Fine. I just want to see anybody else. You're like, you're going to put Carson. Yes. No more Zach Wilson. No more. You know who's worse than the Jets? Take number six, the Patriots. They're broken irreparably. You can't watch them. They just scored six points in Germany against the Gardner Minshew Colts. They pulled Mack. They could have pulled Zappy if you gave him more chance. They are so bad. And I don't understand. Belichick, what is this team? Your contemporaries, the people you're compared against, are the likes of Don Shula, John Wooden. Don Shula finished his last two years coaching in the playoffs. John Wooden finished his last year coaching, winning the whole damn thing for UCLA. You are circling the drain at 2-6. and six. It feels like 2-16. and 16. And it's not just that they don't play well. The players are so bad. The roster is obviously terrible, especially on offense. And you're in charge of the roster, Bill. When is RKK, his boss, going to say enough, or I'm going to hire a GM. And then Bill will be like, well, I'm not playing for a GM. Well, then go. It's so bad. And you say, well, they're going to tank. They're going to tank, and they're going to draft Caleb, but they're going to draft Drake May. Do you really trust Belichick to coach that guy to being good? He already had a first-round quarterback he just drafted. Mac Jones looks like the worst quarterback in the league right now. It's so bad. Take number seven. Let's do something positive, for God's sake. That was just a couple negative ones in a row. 
Is Jared Goff the coolest guy in the NFL right now? Now, don't laugh. You probably think Jared Goff is a little boring. I myself used to compare him to Hummus. I really like Jared Goff because he was a punchline. He was the punchline when Sean McVay dumped him, basically fired him on the tarmac after the Super Bowl loss. I, I, I can't play with this guy anymore. And then not only did Jared Goff have to be shipped off to what was perceived as Siberia at the time in Detroit, where I'm sure you're just going to lose like Lions normally lose. Then you got to watch Matthew Stafford not only prosper with your old coach and your old team and your old uniform and your old stadium, you got to see him win a Super Bowl. And everyone just laughs at how great the Rams did in that trade and Jared Goff will never be heard from again. Jared Goff is the leader of one of the best teams in the NFL, the leader in one of the coolest stories in the NFL. He is great. His body language is cool. He's confident. He's daring. He's bold on fourth down at a huge fourth and two conversion to a rookie tight end. I like Jared Goff. He's cool as hell. He's great in the community. He's Walter Payton Man of the Year finalist, and I think he's going to be an NFC finalist too when we're done with it. Take number eight. There is no one in the league, week in, week out, who runs harder than Steelers running back Jalen Warren. I love this guy. That little ball of hate. He's all muscle and sinew and butcher knives, number 30. I love him. I tweeted that yesterday, and everyone's like, hold on, what about Pacheco? Pacheco runs like a maniac. I love Pacheco. Pacheco does run like a maniac. He runs just as hard as, as, as Jalen Warren, but nobody runs harder than Jalen Warren. Najee's that big first-run pick, and Najee's great. I love Jalen Warren. And you know what? Jalen Warren's had a very expensive year. He keeps getting fined. And he has to pay this fine and this fine, so much so that after he had this huge game against the Packers, he's like, See, that's not a thing. I don't think about keeping the jerseys my first 100-yard game in the NFL, but it's also a lot of money to keep it. So I don't, I don't know business decision, you know? I feel you, Jalen. I feel you. I feel you. I watch you. I love you. Nobody runs harder than Jalen Warren. He's a classic stealer. Watch him every single weekend. I love it. Take number nine. We got two left. I only have a minute. I love gin. I'm talking about the intoxicants, the alcohol. I love gin. And I love it because you probably hate it. I was drinking a gin martini on Friday and being like, God, this hits different. Vodka martinis, boring as hell. And you're saying, oh, it tastes like pine noodles. Or I had a terrible experience in college and I threw up for 12 hours and I can't drink gin anymore. Good. I don't want you in the club. I was trained classically on how to drink gin by my former employer, Jim Rome, who might as well have been Jim Rome at the time. He was awesome. He showed me it. I love it. It gives me a different type of lift, and I like that it's not for everybody. Makes it special. Take number 10. I'm going on the Manning cast tonight, Monday Night Football. Me, Peyton, and Eli just chopping it up, talking Bills, Broncos. I'm nervous about it. It's a tough assignment because you're on Zoom Eli's somewhere else in the country on Zoom. Peyton's somewhere else in the country on Zoom. And then the game is effectively on Zoom in Western New York. And you got to have fun and chop it up. You can't stomp on everybody else's words. And meanwhile, the game's going on. And if you're in the middle of an anecdote, Josh Allen hits digs for a 60 yard and you have to stop and then defer to Peyton and Eli. But I'm really, really excited. Guys, I'm going to promise it'll be good. I promise it won't be boring. That's 10 minutes. That's 10 takes. And that's it. I'm out of here. Thank you guys for listening. It's tight. We promised it to be tight. We deliver it tight. If you sat down and think, oh, I want a 90-minute podcast while I'm at work, there are many of those. Go click around. If you want a quick one, I'm right here. That's what I basically am saying is if you want to have a quickie, I'm your guy. See you next week, guys. Appreciate you. Ten Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more iHeartRadio pods, go to the iHeartRadio app, go to Apple, go anywhere you like, it'll be there. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.